Yeah, so so Benoit, thanks so much for for joining the podcast. It's great to see you see you back on the on the whistle podcast. You know, we, we're just saying, you know, obviously you you had quite a unique and interesting journey to be, you know, playing for for the Indomitable Lions for representing Cameroon. You know, can you tell us a bit about that journey? How how did you come to represent uh, uh, the the Lions of Cameroon? Um. You know, when you're young, is um, even now is little bit uh, a little bit difficult. Even if you're born in France, to be identified like a, a French guy, you know. So since young, we we like to say to you where you come from. And for me, even if my even if my mom from Poland. The most of the people was oh you black you black oh you from Cameroon you from Cameroon so was very difficult to find the love in in this nation you know so for me I was always uh, okay everyone talked to me about I'm from Cameroon 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 so let's find out and maybe fall in love with this country and is and, and is what I did when I was young and then I decided to play for Cameroon and when you go to Cameroon no one said oh you're born in France you're French you're French everyone said yeah you are a son of this country is when you come and fight for your country everyone is in love with you so was easy yeah, I, to, I, I love that to play. I mean, Francis, ob- obviously you've had, a, you know, you work with a lot of footballers like Benoit, you, you, <laughs> you, you work in this space of being, you know, both Cameroonian, but you work in England and France, you work with a lot of very international people. You know, how does that resonate with, with you and the people you work with and yourself, who's someone who's kind of lived in so many different countries, that idea of, you know, being welcomed back into Cameroon when particularly, I think, you know, we talk about European countries in particular, oftentimes, you know, castigating, you know, we hear all the noise about migrants and, you know, pushing against Africans and things like that. For you, how how powerful is that? The fact that when you come back to Cameroon, like like Benoit is saying, you're welcome there. You are Cameroon. You're not pushed aside as being French or whatever. No, it, it's true. And it's, I think Benny puts it really perfectly. Um, one's identity should be one's choice. And one's homeland is one's homeland or your motherland or fatherland or whatever appellate we want to give to it. Um, but I think something that I took a shine with Benoit with from the very, very onset was his individual desire to want to play with his heart first. But he put a lot of mind to it. And I think it's a shame that in 2024, we still have this challenge with players who are still being asked to make a choice. And the heart choice is very rarely given as much respect as the head choice, because there is still a lot of logic and decent argument to be made for a player choosing to represent maybe a France or an England, even an Italy or Spain. We have one of the best players in football right now who has already been seconded to the Spanish national team. Um, We have a player in Manchester United, for example, who is still trying to make up their mind as to 
what country they need to represent because they still have options. Um, but players like Benoit, for me, were the players who very early on decided where they wanted to, dare I say, pin their flag, so to speak. But the reception you get in countries like Cameroon or in Nigeria or in Ghana, uh, where they too have recruited some players who had options elsewhere, um, is that it's very rare for the African country to be the country of choice. So usually professionally, you might be encouraged to make the option to play for the adopted nation because of the inconvenience sometimes of even the timings of an AFCON. So we have with us a person like Benoit who um, I'm sure in his career had maybe come November, you might have a coach beginning to suggest to you that it might be unwise for you to accept a call to go and play for a country in December or in January and February when the leagues really need their best talent. But this is very rarely the case if it if the tournament that was taking place was the Euros and the Euros were taking place in December and January and February, somehow I think the leagues would find a way to accommodate that and celebrate the call-up of their players. But we don't really get that when it comes to the African players. And this year, more than most, you have Asian players being called up. You have the South American players being called up for their tournaments as well. And you've got the African players being called up for theirs. So a lot of the big European clubs will be losing out on a lot of talent. But I want to think it's also a win for them. Because like you rightly put in the time in which we are living right now, the ability for people to know who they are, be able to celebrate their identity should be a plus to the clubs because they make their money also from a global audience. And so they have fans in Liverpool and Manchester and Madrid and Barcelona in London and in Paris, in the same way they have fans in Lagos, in Niamey, in Yaoundé, in Abuja, in Nairobi, and in Pretoria. And they have to cater to all of these people in this new global economy we live in. Mm. And, and one of, you know, we, we talked about clubs putting pressure on, on players and, and for them not to go to, to the AFCON. You know, one of the big stories coming into the AFCON is, is with the Cameroonian, you know, uh, Andre Onana, who's obviously one of the biggest stars on the continent. And there's been news that, you know, Manchester United are really putting pressure on him to, to delay coming out to Cameroon, even playing, you know, the game against Tottenham that would push him to only arriving at the tournament a day before the first match against Guinea. We've already seen Hannibal Medjbury, you know, the Tunisian youngster, decide to not play for T Tunisia and you know obviously at the end of the day it's his decision but we're, we're you know there's no way that Manu aren't putting pressure on him aren't telling him you know maybe if you want to get in the team you should stay during January Are you picking a match to United because that's my team exactly Francis that's the only reason <laughs> not mentioning any other team <laughs> but Benoit for you as a player how how do you react to that with you know the pressure from clubs in you specifically Europe you know, saying to players, you know, don't don't go to the AFCON. You know, it's not worth. It. You might lose your place. You know, how do you how do you re react to that as a former player? <laughs> you, you know, um, to be an African player, many things make me laugh because, by example, 
if you if you go with your chairman and speak about your new salary is always more difficult because I think and is is only my opinion because you are an African when you want to sell shoes you your guy your 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 people who watch you the most is in Africa and is almost and is always more difficult when is uh when you are an African player because if you the euro is in September they don't ask they will not ask uh, uh Paul Pogba to don't go to to France with the national team they can and they always ask to the African player this is the problem and i don't know why they ask always this kind of thing to the african player and not to the south american and not to the european player that and if you are an african player and they ask this kind of uh, this kind of thing depends how how good you are because i i i can tell you as if one manager from spurs used to ask me oh don't go I believe in me. I know how I'm good and I can say to him I will go because I know I'm good very good and when I will come back I will play again. But if you are 50-50 in the 11 start I can understand who will said okay maybe I don't want to Yeah that that's such a tricky thing isn't it because we never hear stories of say I don't know Mohamed Salah being put under pressure because you know he's he's so good he he's so yeah exactly there's there's no yeah and as well as he's a strong enough character and he cares so much about Egypt for him it's it's easy for him to say no I'm I'm playing for Egypt there's nothing you can do and and you know they have to accept that We have an example now. There is a young Cameroonian player, uh, Mogu, who's at Marseille, mm-hmm. and yeah. he just announced that he's not going to join up with the national team. Exactly. And yeah. it's kind of like the argument again. It's kind of like this is an opportunity for him. If the other big players are gone, he gets to play more in their absence, and so he gets to put a marker down with the Marseille team. But like Benoit was just saying, you can understand that there is a logic to his decision but again it's unfair that he has to make those choices and you know i almost feel like you know fifa will say for example that uh, normally if they apply the rules he technically shouldn't play at all so mm-hmm. stay back at at marseille but technically shouldn't play any of the games because he's chosen not to turn up for the national team but somehow he will get to play and nobody will make a fuss about it and with our south american brothers and, and sisters when they get called up it's applauded the timing is the same but nobody's having a conversation around the south american players who are traveling even further with greater time zone differences to a tournament that is running around the same or similar dates to the afcon but that doesn't make a conversation as much it's still treated by the clubs almost with pride and the african choice with discomfort as an inconvenience to their teams so yeah i think that's a, that's such a tricky kind of 
yeah place to be in as as a player you know what what do you guys think you know what what is this what is the solution because obviously this is a really difficult place for you know and i'm thinking of the players i'm thinking of players like Muguet who, who decided to stay at marseille or you know fatau who st- stayed at leicester instead of playing for ghana do you think that you know there's also a role to be played you know with with the federation say for instance benoit when you had at Spurs or wherever, when when if you had a coach coming and putting pressure on you to stay, did you get any support from from the Cameroonian side of things, saying, "Yeah, like we'll give you as much support we can whilst you're coming"? And any, you know, what what can we do more to support these, particularly the I think of the younger players who you know are in a more difficult position. Um, I think the fan have to understand. Manager and federation have to understand as if you are 19 or 20 and you play one game on three and um, your national team call you, is a difficult choice because you, you're going to leave for six weeks maybe, yeah, six weeks and come back and for sure you will not play and unfortunately, the club pay you. So, I today in my position, when I don't play football anymore, you should go to your national team when you are strong enough in your yeah. team to live six weeks. And, 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 it's, and, it's, and you know, you, again, you, you refer to it because even we were speaking, we had Fouad Bashiru on the podcast a few weeks ago who, who plays for the Comores. But for him, he, you know, he's played in France, he's played in England, but he was saying, for him and a few of the other guys and for the Comorian team, there's also the the thing to keep in mind that if they travel, if they get injured, if, you know, they play for the national team and something goes wrong, particularly for a country like Comoros where they don't have, you know, they can't put them on a private jet. You know, they have to be flying from France to Morocco to Qatar and then to the Comoros or whatever, and they get injured. Suddenly they might be dropped from their team and suddenly they lose their contract. And like you say, it's the clubs who pay you. So you're in this, this really tricky financial position as well where you need to prioritize you know the club Benoit the other thing I wanted to ask you about and and Francis talked about it a bit about how you are a quite unique player and that you know you you were born and raised in Europe but you from from right from the start you wanted to play from Cameroon I think another one we we just interviewed Johan Wisa and he was saying the same he said growing up I was only ever going to play for Congo I never wanted to play for for France I think for very similar reasons as yourself you know but there's a lot of conversation on the continent, particularly I think of countries like Ghana, where they say there there are questions over whether how the, the players who aren't born in Ghana or Cameroon or wherever can kind of fit into the team. And sometimes even they go as far as to say, oh, they're not as committed to the national team. You know, how, what, what do you say to that in terms of showing the fans that, that actually for you, yeah, you're Cameroonian, there's never any doubt. And you, you know, you gave everything for, for the Lions you know, what What do you think about, about that in terms of being, <laughs> mixing the players who, you know, some who were born in Cameroon, some born, you know, uh, for, you know, in, in Europe or wherever else, but want to play for Cameroon? Can, can I say something before Benoit speaks? I think he cheated a little bit. When he turned up for Cameroon, he already had gone and done a tattoo with like a Cameroon flag and an African <laughs> all over his body and a lion. When he took off his shirt, they all went, this guy's more Cameroonian than most of us. There you go. That's the way to do it. <laughs> uh, I think, and 
is only my opinion. Um, there is two types of players. The player who born in France, who do all the class under 15, under 16, under 17 for France. And one day he see he cannot play for the first team. And then he said, oh, I'm from Africa. I'm black, I'm from Africa. Will be cool to play for another country and maybe to get a chance to play for, uh, to play the World Cup. There is this kind of player. I knew since I was 14, I cannot stick with under 14 France. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I didn't even want to go to do the selection. Understand? Yeah, to do the selection. I just want to play for Cameroon. And most of them, when they play for them for them country, they play for the first team. When I was 18, I played for the under 19 with only local player from Cameroon. And I and I didn't uh, and I didn't have any problem with them. Was was two weeks together and was cool because I got the spirit from this country. But maybe when you do under under 15, under 16, under 17, under 18 for uh, for France, by example, maybe you come with another spirit. You know what I mean? And I think for all these people who said, yes, there is too, too many players from Europe, they don't have to see too many players from Europe. They have to, to see the spirit of, of, them, of this player. Only, only the spirit counts, you know. You, 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 you can be born in France. And have the fighting the, the fighting spirit for your national team with love, you know. And it's better to have one guy from France who loves country and want to 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 fight for this country. So it is it, only uh, it, and is even same with a player for for the club. If you have one guy even with less talent, but who loves to play for you and for your club. And from March is not a problem. We will every fan will love him, and we can see and we can see uh, this case with uh, Shupo Muting in Cameroon. Mm. <laughs> he's a good striker, and everyone love him. And he's mixed, and he's born in Germany. I think. Yeah, and I think Chupamoting is oh. a great example of someone. Yeah, like you said, who, who who's committed and and made that made that jump. I guess I know I know we're we're a little tight for time, but Francis, you need to go. But Ben, what the, I I wanted to then ask you if you you know because you're still you're based in France, you know if if you come across or you know because especially in France, but you know in other countries as well, there's so many young talented players coming through who have, you know, their, their roots in, on the continent, you know, so many from North Africa, West Africa, you know, wherever. If, you, if you're speaking now to a, a 15, 16-year-old who, you know, they're at an academy at PSG or wherever, and they're saying, I don't know, I kind of, maybe, I don't know if I want to play for France. I want to play maybe for Cameroon or for DR Congo, my, my parents' country, but I'm feeling the pressure that I, you know, 
if that, if I do that, you know, mm-hmm. I've heard bad stories. It won't, you know, maybe it won't go well for my career. What advice would you give, would you give to someone who is in that position? Okay. Like, let me explain my vision. And I think mm-hmm. it's a little bit more deep than uh, just a choice. When you see an Italian player, all play for Italy, Italia. And I would like and I would love as mm-hmm. African player play for his country. Because today, today when, you, when a club speaks with a, an African player, you see him like a cheaper player. And I would love, and I would love, as every player, every good player from Africa, play for the, for his country in Africa. And I would like, as a club staff, to mm. see us as a good and expensive player. You know, not like a, yeah. a good marchandise, like they like to call uh, to call us most of the time. So for me, when I speak with a little brother, I will tell him, you know what? play for your country in Africa. Mm. In 10 years, in 15 years, they will still love you for what you did for your country. Because most of the players from Africa who play for European, one day, yeah. when they start to be shit, they said, oh, you black. And then this kind of player, you see them to to do a, to do mm-hmm. to, to do a, a, a fly to Africa and say, "Oh, my country," and I think he's not fair. And if you want to change the mentality, we have to start today to 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 say to the little brother, "Play for your country," and then the little brother who follow will play for the country as well. And then we, all the talent who play in Europe, they will play in Africa and they will start to see us like a, like a good country of football. That's deep. Uh, can I ask a question, given we are marching towards the AFCON, towards the camp, who are the three teams that you think might do well during this tournament? And, how, and I'm going to assume Cameroon may not be in your three. <laughs> Specifically, also tell us how well do you think Cameroon could do? Mm, we cannot say Morocco, the first team to play in a semi final in a World Cup, so Morocco. Mm, and you know, Ghana, Nigeria is always a strong team, always. That's that's why he said it. Yeah. He remembered. I, I have to say Senegal, yeah. <laughs> otherwise I'll be in trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Senegal they are not. Senegal they are not bad. No, 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 no. Now I think. Uh, Morocco, Ghana, Nigeria, and Senegal. (laughs) If you know the Cameroon, you know we need to be in danger (laughs) to start to play well. Wait till we feel (laughs) the danger, then the lion comes out. (laughs) 
Okay. Exactly. I love that. <laughs> also, just about Cameroon, just a, a little extra thing. Um, you you touch on this point when you say we need to fill the danger before. If you were to explain this to somebody, as somebody who's worn that jersey and who knows when our best football is usually when the least is expected of us, how do you explain that to somebody who is who hasn't felt the magic of that moment? How do you explain that? So, because sometimes even us as fans, we don't know how to explain it. But mm. we kind of, whenever our expectations are high, we don't get anything nice out of Cameroon. And then when we kind of like go, <laughs> all of a sudden, you're like, play well. against the wall, we love being the underdog or... How is it in the camp? How would you like to be in that team? Yeah, but you know, the, Cam the Cam Cameroon team use it, but the human being know it as well. The danger is a good motivation. <laughs> it's the best motivation. <laughs> you feel like the best motivation. Your life on yeah, the, line, yeah. the best comes out of. I love that. I love that there's a word for that. That's brilliant. Exactly. <laughs> and it, it speaks so well exactly. to Cameroonian football as well. Like yes. you said, teams like, you know, I think I think even like 2017, the team, like, it was not a vintage Cameroonian team, but they oh. put it together. They went all the way and somehow won it. I remember it's incredible. I remember looking at Mo Salah's face and thinking, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, Egypt isn't in your list of, of good teams. And you know, because I, I know, because I know, because I play with a national team, they, they, they have a, a confidence. It's unbelievable. Even if they lose 3 0 at the half time, at the half time, they can tell you, don't worry, we're going to win this game. <laughs> and, 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 and me, because I'm from. Uh, I it's fine. Up. I said, man, it's going to be tough. 3 <laughs> 0. He said, no, don't worry. We're going to win. <laughs> and, and, and what I want to ask you, Benoit, about, about something about Cameroon, because obviously you, you played with you know, Cameroon's most iconic player in, in Samuel Eto'o, who's obviously now the president of the federation. You know, for you, you know, first of all, what was it like? Obviously, you played with him when he was a bit older, but what was it like playing with, playing with him? As, as a captain, and did you ever think that he would kind of had the tools to go on and then, you know, because most players, they look to become a manager, but for him, he's now become the president. You know, is that something that surprised you? Or you, even when you played with him, you knew that that was something he kind of could do? Um, first of all, no, because I think mm. he's, uh, he think he's bigger than that. <laughs> he's bigger than just to be a manager. So I'm not surprised. And and uh, when I used to play with him, I think mm. he he learned a lot when he was in Barcelona, and his and his uh, capital <laughs> confidence was uh, about two hundred percent. So so when he when he was in a whole captain, we if you believe in him, he, you win he, the game. He, so. he, he was the one when you were three 0 down, he, saying, "Ah, oh, don't worry about but, it, Benoit, uh, we'll win." <laughs> 
Yeah, 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 yeah. No problem, we will do this, we will score at this And time. And what do you think? I know you. Yeah, confidence 200%. Well, I, 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 didn't, I didn't always believe in him, but... Uh, but you also played to with so. uh, Rigobert, with Song, who was also the coach. I believe when you just started out your career, he was one of the people who yeah. helped you along the way, or you were at the same club or something like that? Yeah, we was in the same club, and I was about 18, and I started to train mm. with... And, the, and what role did he play, did, he you know, there. in getting you to, to play with Cameroon? Did, was, did he have any impact on your career with Cameroon? You know, were you playing with him? Uh, when he signed for Lance, I saw him, and I said, oh, I want to play for Cameroon. <laughs> I said, yeah, yeah, okay. Start to play somewhere, uh -huh. you know, I was under... I was under 16, maybe, or 17. He said, okay, I, 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 I know now, but he, I'm pretty sure he was about to say, okay, start to play somewhere, and we will see in one year or two years. And because of him, I think I've been under, uh, under 19 for a tournament mm. in, uh, Nigeria. in Nigeria. When you went to the tournament with the under 19s. Sorry? So though you have the president yeah, 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 of the federation yeah. who is somebody who you've played with, you know. The coach of the team is somebody who you've played with, you know. Um, how do you feel about your generation stepping in now to help build the next storyline for Cameroonian football? Um, you know, I, I don't know, even for me, I don't know if I, if I have the same impact as Rigo Bersong as a player, you know. But um, how I can impact a young, a young uh, Cameroonian footballer today. So <clears throat> it's a little bit difficult for me to answer this question. But do you think there is a role for question. you, all of you guys, to help, whether it's in mm. Nigeria, whether it's in Ghana, whether it's in to, South Africa? 200%. 200%. Do you think it's very important, it's good for the game, or it's bad for the game? No, it's good for the game, and, and we have, if we can do something to give uh, an impact to the young generation, to give them the, 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 the way to play for Cameroon, the spirit to play for Cameroon, if we can do it, we have to do it, of course, because True. Somewhere is like mm. uh, our business, you know, mm. our family. Exactly, our family. So if you if you want to be proud in 20 years, in 30 years, to said, I play for this team, we have to we have to to give the best to impact the young generation. And and on that, Benoit, kind of we've seen over the last three, four, five years that more and more particularly managers tend to be coming from from the the, the home country you know people like Riga Bersong you know Walid Regagi Jamal Bamadi Aliou Cisse doing so well at Senegal you know obviously I think for you you didn't play under Cameroonian managers when you were part of the national team it was always Europeans you know do you think that this is a kind of a good thing that now we're starting to see you know you're talking about players going back to their their African countries and, and performing for them Do you think that's also important that we're starting to see more and more African coaches, you know, of your generation or some even a little older 
coming back and coaching the nationals, the national team. You know, how important is that, that we're seeing so many more African managers taking charge of the country? Uh, it's very important because, first of all, we are not more stupid than others. And uh, I will give you an example. We used to play in North Cameroon. Vicente Clemente. Um, Clemente. Do you know Clemente? Oh, yeah. Uh, Sp uh, Spanish manager. <laughs> We was in North Cameroon. And even mm -hmm. if you born in Cameroon, maybe you never been to North Cameroon. And I'm pretty sure as this guy never been to Cameroon. And he started to speak with us and said, okay, we have to do, a, uh, we have to put pre pressure on the Congolese player. But he didn't know. We, we, we trained in the afternoon and he speak with us like one hour. Mm. But he didn't know how tough he, he, is the son. <laughs> Next day, he was like a clone. The nose was red. The nose was red. And he asked, and he asked, uh, he, he asked to the team to to run like uh, one hour. Wow! And he didn't know about yeah. this country. He didn't know about the culture, and he didn't know about the the, the country. No. You cannot run one hour under 39 degrees like that. But for him, it was uh -huh. normal. He said to us, "Yeah, you can. You you don't run enough." <laughs> yeah, so he knows it. If you play, if you if your manager is Rigo Bersong, he knows this kind of problem. He will not ask a stupid thing, you know. So for me, it's very important, and uh, I think we have enough players who are not man manager to coach us. We don't need to coach uh, to to call uh, one guy from uh, Bretagne in uh, in France. We have manager in uh, we have manager in Africa and uh, they are good. Mm -hmm. they, they, there, is yeah. manager, there is manager in Europe. You 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 agree with me? Yeah, yeah. That, 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 I know, and, and that's something we we talk about so much on this podcast is how you know we, we've in, interviewed big guys like Pizza Masimane and you know even even Radi Jaidi was on the podcast last week who's obviously coaching in Belgium but he's found it so difficult to get any any kind of top top tier work in Europe despite having such a brilliant CV and you know a great track record as as a coach um, and you know oh, it's that frustration that's why I said to you a few minutes ago if you if you born in Africa and if or if you mm -hmm. play for your own country in 10 years they will thank they will thank you again In, in Europe, you play your career. If you're still good, you're lucky. If you're not good enough, they said, oh, now you shit. And they will put on your left and they will not speak about you anymore or use it anymore or give you a job anymore. But if you go back to your own country, you will find a job. And everything is possible. Look now, there is uh, Rigo Bersong at UCC, Belmadi. Is not is, and mm -hmm. the position will be not possible in uh, in Europe. Respect yourself. Come back to your country. They will respect you. They will not in Europe. They will not give you the same respect because they have them yeah, on player or on manager. Thank you. Ben, what? 
Benny? Yeah, thank you so much. It's, it's brilliant to hear some of your insight. <laughs> Honestly, and and yeah, if if we could if we could make you. this vision you happen, you. you know, but having players Thank coming you. back to represent their country, coaching, you know, being at the federation. Let let me let me tell you something. Mm -hmm. You know, for the young, for the young player, is not always easy, because as you said, with the African Cup nation, when a club speak to you and say, "Oh, we want to be." You want to send you professional, but there is England for you. There is um, France for you or Belgium. They will not pay you the same if you play for Europe country or African country. So you have to to choose with your heart. If mm -hmm. you if you choose with your um, with your pocket, will be will be difficult. But for the future, it's always gonna Definitely. be better to be. Uh, to to be back in Africa, yeah, absolutely. Not always uh, about the money. <laughs> Benoit, thank you so much. Time. We've loved loved having you on the podcast. Likewise, likewise to you, Francis. Always always brilliant getting thank getting you your you. insights, and we, we can't wait to thank see you, you in Cote d'Ivoire.